2: and you're going to find yourself during the day, maybe just on the deck of a private yacht, get yourself the Cardinal Yearbook. And Stan McNeil from Cardinal Magazine and the Cardinal Yearbook is with us, and the yearbook is out. Stan, I can't imagine anything better than being on a private yacht off of Croatia with the sun shining, a great drink by your side, and with the Cardinal Yearbook opened and checking out all of the great material that you and your staff have provided. Man, let's go.
1: Let's go right now. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Uh, the, as I've said on here before, the, the yearbook is focused on uh, Adam Wainwright, his uh, celebrating 50. We're looking back at uh, his career, which is far from over at this point. But uh, so, uh, you know, when uh, I don't know if you're watching the game on Saturday on TV, but at one point they showed Adam, they interviewed Adam because they always interview Adam during the game because he's such a great interview. They interviewed Adam. And he was with Willie, standing by Willie McGee, and he tried to, you know, bring Willie out a little bit. And that, that got me thinking, like, uh, here's a question for you, which difficult question, but there's no wrong answer. But just strictly baseball, who had the better career, Willie or Wayno? Who do you think had the, be- the better, better career? I mean, very different, obviously. Yeah. Talking about a starting pitcher and a, and a center fielder, but uh, both great careers, both pretty decorated, both world champions. I was just thinking, you know, I'm both kind of like on the fringe of Cooperstown, kind mm-hmm. of, but not quite there.
2: I think because so, Willie got the MVP in the two batting titles, and Wayno is did he he led the league in year, in wins one time, right? With 22, is that right? 2014.
1: No, he he's led the league with 19. 19. A okay, times with 19. Yeah. So, yep,
2: but it, very similar. I guess the one difference would be the MVP for Willie versus Wayno finishing second in Cy Young a couple of times.
1: For yeah, me, yeah, because uh, Wayno's got the what the four top three finishes, and Willie never really got any other in any other season got any MVP votes, <laughs> but, but he got his
2: great his
1: trophy, so that's a great, great point
3: for me. It's Willie McGee solely because I was a child in the 80s watching the Cardinals and and <laughs> watching him and Vince Coleman play, it was it was fun for me and it was exciting. Hey, Stan, when you when you talk about Wayno, how how um. How exciting has this season been for him and the process that he's been going through? You know, all the naysayers saying that he was um, you know, maybe over the hill and, and wasn't gonna be able to do the things that he's done this year. Did he did he did he go into that a little bit and, and can you touch on that?
1: He absolutely I mean he he says he's having more fun pitching now than he than he ever has and it's partly i mean largely because of what he has been through to get to this point uh, you know we asked him i asked him like what is his most kind of what season does he think is his best or his most meaningful season to him and he he pointed to two he pointed to last year for the very reason we're talking about talking about and he also pointed to his first year 2006 which was the year he kind of proved to himself that he could he could pitch you know be a good major league pitcher.
2: Stan McNeil Cardinals Magazine with us on 101 ESPN. Stan I gotta tell you I'm surprised that the Cardinals have won nine of ten and seven in a row since the deadline. What did you foresee when they made the trades for Quintana and uh, and uh, Jordan Montgomery?
1: Well, I did not foresee a sweep of the Yankees, including a 1-0 game, (laughs) you know, that the Cardinals won. But, no, I thought, you know, going into that, that they needed pitching, obviously. And when you look at it, a day after the trade deadline, when you look at that rotation, it's like that's clearly a stronger team. I mean, last year when the team made the trade for Jay Happ and uh, John Lester, it was more of kind of a – just uh, let let's get through this, you know. I mean, they were they were you know obviously decorated pitchers, had good careers, but they were at, near the end of it this year with Montgomery and Quintana. You're getting guys that can start a playoff game for you. You know, it's just kind of a different feel, different quality of pitcher. And that's not to say that happened Lester. Look what happened last year after they got here, but you're just kind of starting at a better place, I think, with uh, Quintana
3: and, and Montgomery after the sweep which as you said none of us really expected or, or were very surprised to see and after a week ago not getting juan soto and, and i think most of st louis was down about that how how do you see the rest of this season going and, and how much of a run can this team make in the playoffs
1: you know i uh, i think uh we saw this weekend they can play with anybody and i think you know it, it's interesting about the soto not getting juan soto While fans were probably disappointed with that, there was probably a good feeling in the clubhouse, at least among the young guys, that, hey, I'm here. This team believes in me. Let's go, kind of. you know. And I think, really, after they acquired the pitching, I think everybody kind of felt like, yeah, we've got a team here. If we play to our ability, if we play to the level that we're capable of, we can play with anybody. And like I said, I showed that this weekend.
2: And Stan, you've been watching this for a long time. I've been watching this for a long time. The Padres get Soto, and they allow 27 runs to the Dodgers over three games. You've got to pitch,
1: absolutely. You know, and that—I mean, did that trade backfire? I mean, look at what's happened to the Brewers since they traded Josh Hader to the <laughs> Padres. You know, I mean, you just never know. It's—it's it's baseball, of course, but—but uh, but yeah, you've got to have the pitching, and you know, moving forward, you look at the Cardinals' rotation, and you have to feel pretty good about it.
3: That was going to lead me to my next question. What did you think of the Brewers trading away, Josh Hader? What, what was that about, and, and what, what are they trying to do over there?
1: You know, that's a money situation. They know that he's going to be making big bucks, and uh, they're not really you know a team that's going to pay a reliever that kind of money. So they saw an opportunity after he had faltered a little bit earlier in the month, like maybe this is the time we can, we can move him without uh, <laughs> things falling apart. But uh, so far, that trade has not worked out.
2: Stan McNeil, the perfect souvenir of a perfect Cardinal, the Adam Wainwright edition of the Cardinal yearbook available now. And folks can get it at cardinals.com slash magazine. Just click on the yearbook tab. And I, I assume it's available at the team store as well, right?
1: Absolutely. At the ballpark and online. There's your best bets.
2: All right. It's fantastic, and we mention it every week, but the, the quality of the paper, the quality of the pictures, the color, and, of course, the, the editorial work that you and your staff put into it is remarkable. And for any Cardinal fan, it's a, it's a great keepsake and a great item, the Cardinal Yearbook Celebrating 50. Stan, always good to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. See you later.
0: Stan McNeil, joining us on 101 ESPN.
3: Donate Plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at GrifflesPlasma.com.